Hey everyone, welcome to the Oasis Podcast. I'm your host, Miss AJ. Thanks for tuning in. An oasis is something that provides refuge, relief, or pleasant contrast, and that is exactly what you can find tuning into the Oasis Podcast. This will be a space where I and special guests will be cultivating intentional and honest conversations about life's journey. So what are you waiting for? Subscribe now. Also follow us on Instagram at the Oasis Podcast. That's T-H-E-O-A-S-I-S Podcast. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Oasis Podcast. So I want to try something different with you all. And I want to start incorporating little mini episodes about things that I've learned to be true. So that's exactly what the podcast episodes are going to be entitled. And they're going to focus on things that I've learned (laughs) in my experiences to be true. And hopefully you all can connect with them as well. And I'm going to drop quite a few solo episodes to address just some life things that's been going on. And I need to get off my chest and share it with somebody. The first one being yesterday, I had my first appointment with a fertility doctor and it was such a big deal for me i mean some of you might know or not know you know that fertility isn't a thing for women um it's an issue that a lot of black women don't talk about don't address we just assume that people who want to have babies they have them right and there's no real work that goes into it outside of having sex right and busting a nut (laughs) but for those of us who are a little bit older waited you know for a little bit older in life to um, get themselves together you know whether it's the right job right partner whatever the case is it does get harder in life especially mid to late 30s Uh, it's crazy saying that I am approaching my mid 30s but it's recommended that you know um, if you don't have children by a particular age you should consult you know with a reproductive doctor to find out what your options are when you are ready and i figure i take this opportunity to do that right i've been thinking about my fertility for a while prior to prior to covid you know it's popped in my head every so often but i figured this is the best time as any to get this kind of get those questions I have floating in my mind answered and so I scheduled an appointment and it was like a good month waiting for the appointment and I finally had it yesterday and I am happy that I did it well a combo things I am happy as well as I'm happy happy excited and a little scared and a little sad strangely enough while I was having the appointment with the doctor she was super sweet like super nice she really listened and heard me out and the things that she said made sense because I've been listening to I don't know if any of you all listen to the love hour podcast with Kev on stage and his wife um, Miss Kev on stage and They've been having a series on um, fertility and infertility in Black women, the Black community, Black families. And I've been listening to it. So I've been, and also I believe Amanda Seals, actually her listening to her podcast, Small Doses, started getting me thinking about fertility, to be honest. 
Um, so that was quite a few months ago. And the Kev on Stage podcast, Love Hour, again, kind of went in line with the things that I was thinking about already. Um, but figuring out, I want to have a family. I want to meet a partner. I want to have a, uh, you know, a child with a partner, have a family. I don't just want a baby. So I've been processing that and thinking about that. And it just so happens that they started this series. And I was like, this is amazing because now I can get some information. So the information and the things the doctor was talking about, you know, all made sense because I've been listening to this podcast and I felt comfortable. I felt, you know, that she really listened, that she really heard me. So it was exciting in that sense because I was afraid, right? Um, She's a white doctor and I was like, oh gosh, I hope, you know, she's not going to just like not listen to me and kind of disregard what I'm saying because listening to the Love Our podcast, you know, the there was a I think one or two stories whatever of families and again I've listened to other things and read other things where you know black couples black women we are disregarded for a lot of things right we say one thing they hear one thing they hear another rather and there's a lot of conditions that are specific to us as black women black people in general that they don't really scrutinize right they don't really pay attention to or they don't really do the the due diligence that they need to so I was afraid that that was going to be the case and she really listened and she didn't do that you know i spoke my piece and she said okay um this is what we're gonna do this is how we're gonna do it so she gave me a plan and anyone who knows me knows i love a plan so i felt good i'm talking to her i was actually excited a little bit too because now i'm just like i always had the question marks but now i can finally find it out right and so that made me feel good but also kind of like a few hours afterwards i was i don't know i got sad like sad because i felt like once again in my life i'm going through these milestones or going through these life this life shit and i tend to go through them alone and that made me sad right granted i don't know if i would have wanted to go through this with a partner per se i honestly want to do this testing and figure out what's going on without a partner so at least i can go into the dynamic knowing knowing what's going on and so i can speak to that person ahead of time to, to let lay it out whatever it is i can lay it out and let them know what it is right or if nothing's wrong then i can just go into it just like all right let's see what's going on right let's see what's pop let's see what pops off and i know my partner's coming you know we i talked about my breakup but we'll touch up on that on another episode about how do i know my partner's coming and all that but i know that that person that is for me is coming and so i want to be mentally emotionally physically in any way ready for that and so i figure out you know i'll go i'll do what i need to do prior but it was sad because i felt sad just like i felt like it was something i couldn't talk to people about i mentioned it once or twice you know to one or yeah one or two friends and you know we talked about it briefly but it's still something scary to have to do on your own and not knowing what the results are gonna be right not knowing what's gonna happen if they're gonna give you bad news and like having to sit with that and granted you know i'm used to i guess dealing with things alone but i don't want to you know Um, and so that kind of hit me and it made me real sad but then i also know i'm thankful that i have the opportunity that i have insurance that could cover all this shit and so I, I was able to swing it back around, you know, of like, you know, it is what it is. We'll get through it like we always do. And this could be a good thing, right? This could really shift 
just a lot of questions and things and mindset that I've had. And also just really too, again, something else I might talk about of the past few months, maybe since late last year, early this year, I dropped myself pregnant. And I've had two other people say they they see me pregnant or dreamt me pregnant. So I was just like, huh, <laughs> you know, like that's cool and all, but <laughs> I don't know if that's a reality. So a little bit more, I guess, on my story. I've never actually been pregnant that I know of. No confirmed pregnancy. I mean, I was actually able to talk to the doctor about that, about my one time that I thought I was pregnant. And that was early undergrad. We were young, we were dumb, we were doing some dumb shit. And uh, <laughs> and I've been a person that's had regular cycles since I was 11. Yes, I said 11. Mm-hmm. Long time, long time. And I've always, I've never missed a period. I've always had my period when it was supposed to come. Yeah, my days and my cycle, like I said, pretty regular. And around this time, I missed the period. And it was late for like two weeks. And like a week and a half, two weeks. And it always stuck in my head, one, because at the time I was terrified. I was so scared. Like, I was like, no, I can't do this. I was pre-med at the time, Chad, I was stressed. And I cared about this person, but I was just like, uh, no, we can't, no, hell no. My mother would kill me. <laughs> and she didn't like the person either. So I was like, no. And it would have been before, was it? I think it would have been before my sibling had their first child. My oldest sibling had their first child, or maybe around the time, I don't know. But I was like, no, hell no, I ain't gonna be the one. And so I was super scared. And even though I told, you know, certain people, it was just like, go get a test, go get a test. I was like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> and I kept denying us because I'm not pregnant. I'm not pregnant. Meanwhile, my period was late, which was never late since I was 11. And at this point, I probably had my period for about eight to 10 years at this point. And I was remember just being so scared and my boobs, oh my God, my boobs were like hurt so much. But I was so freaked out. I tried to be as normal as possible. I tried to do things, you know, just continue on, continue on. And then I just remember my quote unquote period coming again, a week and a half, two weeks later, but it was like, it came in this like rush and something about it didn't feel normal, but I was so fucking relieved. I said, thank you, Lord. Uh, and uh, I just went about my business. I never mentioned it to the person and I went about my business. And I kind of, I think I think after that, I probably started paying more attention to my cycle, to be honest, about, you know, when I had it, when I was ovulating, things like that. But um, I mentioned that to the doctor and she was just like, oh, you probably had a chemical pregnancy. And, you know, she explained it to me, we talked through and I was like, oh, okay, like that makes sense. Cause it never happened after that. And I've had two partners, two partners who went on after me to have children. And one that had already had children when they met me and I've never gotten pregnant. So yeah. <laughs> and so talking to her about that, she was like, you know what? And then also the history, like my mom and she went to like already menopause. So she was just like, you know what? Yeah, this all makes sense. You know, I think it makes, you know, we should do X, Y, Z, blah, blah. And it felt good, you know, having these fears, but talking to somebody and someone validating them. And this is a sensitive thing for me to talk about, but I also feel like other people may be able to relate to it. And as black women, again, we don't we're not seen in those ways, right? It's this uh, infertility seems to be like a white person thing. You only think about white women getting IVF and blah, blah, blah. And the thing is, it's like, 
I know women who have had IVF, right? I know women who have had struggles getting pregnant and keeping pregnancies and just having a hard time getting pregnant. And we don't really talk about them. We, and we don't really talk about them. We don't talk about the experiences where a lot of us might be super terrified, scared about the process, about the thought of being able to have kids or not being able to have kids, right? Some people don't want children, right? And they're like, fuck that. I don't want to get pregnant. I'm going to do whatever I can not to get pregnant. Um, so they're afraid of getting pregnant, whereas some people want to get, have kids and they just never have gone pregnant. Maybe they've tried. Maybe they haven't really consciously tried, but they know they've been doing whatever without um, protection. And I feel like those stories need to be told. And so I figure I'll share it and I'll take you all along on my journey as we get, we, I <laughs> get tested and get results. And I'm hoping for the positive. I really feel it'll be positive. And the dude I with just wasn't it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the Lord God and um, the universe was just like, nah, nah, not this one. And that's why I haven't gotten pregnant. But um, that's my hope. And, but of course, I don't know what's going to happen. But I have my fingers crossed. I have my prayers up. And I hope and trust that things work out. And so stay tuned for an update. For today's Connection Corner, I leave you with this quote. A single thread of hope is still a very powerful thing. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Oasis Podcast. I hope you were able to find something that resonated with you on your journey. Don't forget to subscribe, share this episode, and like us on Instagram at The Oasis Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, direct message us on Instagram or email us at ajsoasis at gmail.com. Again, that's A-A-Y-J-A-Y-S-O-A-S-I-S at gmail.com.